0: 323 on monday the 19th of january 2015. i am not here i am still your host Stephen layton and i am still going to welcome you to in my mug and the news but i'll tell you the news why i'm not here so why am i not here well i am very stressed at the moment Look, stressed face stressed eyes stressed everything um when you're watching this i will be in kenya um, i have nothing packed as always i have nothing organized uh, i'm having to record this a little early before leaving but i'm very stressed about it all but if you want to follow me on my trip while i'm in kenya follow me on twitter at hasbeen, on the screen somewhere follow me on instagram on the screen somewhere follow me on the book of face um somewhere on the screen there too and there'll be lots and lots of updates i have um yeah i'm, I'm kind of gonna go and try and be social media mad while i'm there I always enjoy that because you guys interact with me then, and I like you to talk to me because I get very lonely. Um, While on this thing of interacting, um, HasBlog Audio Podcast. Uh, I know some of you will be listening from there. You like, hello, podcast listeners. Um, I do the In My Mug as an audio version on HasBlog Audio Podcast every week. it's a bit random, but I tend to do different things on there. Um, and while I'm in Kenya, I'm really, really going to try and do stuff on there. So you should subscribe. If you want to find out more, go to www.hasblog.co.uk forward slash a dash face four radio um, for more info. Um, or you can go to gohasbeencouk forward slash radio. Um, yeah, and... While on that topic, I do something on there called Ask Stevie, which is a complete little rip-off from the Gary Vaynerchuk Ask Gary V, uh, where you can ask me questions on anything you want. I'm better at the coffee ones than the non-coffee ones, but some people have sent me non-coffee ones. Uh, I am running out of questions for Ask Stevie, so I may stop. Um, So you have to send them to me. Keep them coming, please. Uh, Maybe I'll do one while I'm in Kenya. I'll ask Kenya questions and I'll go and find out stuff. So let me know. Twitter, Facebook... yeah. Carrier pigeons, however you want to send them. And that was the funky, funky news. And we should move on and we should get on to focus on. And this week, I'm going to focus on a country that I don't tend to do so many coffees from. And that's Rwanda. So, coffee is one of Rwanda's most important cash crops. It represents 24% of the country's total export. This was from the figures I could find in 2010. Um, a number of uh, enterprises have really made uh, like innovations in increasing the capacity of Rwanda's uh, intimate international kind of specialty coffee reach, um, and has made Rwanda one of the one of the kind of most highlighted coffee countries in uh, in Africa uh and it has its own cup of excellence um but when most people think of Rwanda they instantly think of the genocide that took place uh over 20 years ago now um left 800,000 people dead and, and to put that into context 10 million population nearly one in 10 were killed as part of the genocide it's, it's a tragic and terrible thing uh, we should never ever f- forget what happened there um because we should never let it happen again. Um, The the killing that went on in Rwanda was just shocking. But actually it's been used as a springboard and some positives have come out of it. Um, I mean, Rwanda is known as the land of a thousand hills Uh, and and the coffee history in Rwanda dates back, right back to the 1930s when the Belgian, uh, and the Belgians have been bad people to Rwanda. I I didn't realize this until I started doing research on on, on Rwanda, but, the, the empire forced them to plant coffee trees and low quality low price uh, they forced them to sell uh, to the belgians um, and it just because it's a landlocked country it had lots of issues and infrastructure difficulties um, they made sure that they hadn't really got the greatest way of processing the coffee um, and up until the 90s like and Going up to 1994, Rwanda was known as some of the poorest coffee in the in the specialty coffee scene. Like it was real dross, it was a real bad name, bad quality, um, you know, just terrible. The, the one positive thing was the the Belgians actually planted Bourbon because that was what they've got access to plant stock-wise. And a lot of the plant stock that's in uh, Rwanda is is Bourbon. Um, after the genocide, USAID were one of the major contributors, but there were a lot of international organisations. Uh, invested in Rwanda to improve its quality of coffee, so they invest in washing stations, skills, quality. Like they really did invest so much energy, money, specialty, special. What is that? No, that's the word I'm looking for. Like with specialists to, to kind of pass on knowledge, and now that's why Rwanda is the coffee industry today, and it's really much, much better than it's ever been. That was focus on. So located in the southwest of Rwanda, the busy coffee uh, washing station is owned by the Nile Congo Mountain Coffee Company. Um, the washing station is situated uh, 1,750 meters above sea level. Uh, has an average rainfall of, I think it was two meters a year. Um, an average temp- temperature in the early twenties and is an amazing place it's in between the uh, lake kivu and the nile congo crest um, and is just full of uh, bourbon, uh, bourbon arabica trees uh, and, and and have been planted there for many many years um, part of the belgian colonization um, in 2004 there was a, a small group uh, i think three people uh, came back after the genocide of 94 um, to assist in this Improving coffee quality, so they they're originally from Rwanda, fled and then came back uh, later, and have helped lots of smallholder producers come together and bring their coffee to this washing station, um, and are really focused on quality. So you know they're cupping everything that comes through, and they're they're, they're focusing on sorting like real specialist high quality sorting, um, uh, using a very heavily uh, women led. Workforce uh, over 70%, um, and taking this quality approach, working hard, cupping everything, separating lots, has meant that they have um, really won lots and lots of different awards. Uh, one of the, the, the kind of One of the the real stars to come out of Cup of Excellence and the Golden Cup competition. So, like in 2007, they won the Rwandan Golden Cup, where it came 7th from 100 samples that were submitted. Cup of Excellence 2012, and Cup of Excellence gets about 600, 700 samples entered. 2012 they came 3rd and 5th with two different samples. 2013 they came 8th and 2nd. Uh, And in fact, we bought one of the lots in 2012, the one that came fifth place. Um, So this is not a new coffee source, it's one that we've seen before. This is not a cup of excellence lot, but it's as good as that cup of excellence lot. Uh, If anything, a little bit better because it has a little bit more complexity that we'll see. So it is a cooperative led uh, farm owned by the washing station, but it's owned by the Uh, the NCMC. The nearest city is Ruzizi. It's in uh, Western Rwanda. Uh, It has an altitude of 1750 meters. It is a Bourbon and it is a fully washed and this is a proper fully washed, submerged underwater following a lot of the Kenyan principles. Um, So now we should go to the map bit and this week's map bit is going to be super super vague so um, yeah you're gonna have to bear with me on this one. It will be as good as I can do. The shortest map bits ever. We're getting a series of these. Like the next three out the next four are just mega small, um, and that's because we're going to Africa. In Africa, it's so tough to get the data. Um, It's really difficult to get all of the information from washing stations and uh, from different producers. But, you know, that's the way it is, so we'll work with what we have. So let's zoom down, and we're zooming down into Rwanda. Kenya's just to the right where I am this week. But we're looking um, for uh, some Rwandan facts. And Rwanda is the first country in the world to ban a plastic bag. I like that. And they're very proud people. They, at first Monday of every month, they have to go out and clean the streets and make everything uh, nice and tidy. So um, this is what we have, Ruizi Ruiz, which is the nearest town. And it's not a town, it's a village, it's a canton, it's a small area. But this is all we have um, on uh, where the... The washing station is. Um, so the lowest point is the Razizi River at 950 metres and the highest is 4,519 metres. So coffee growing country is everywhere in Rwanda because that 950 metres you can grow Arabica. Um, the beauty of being a landlocked country. Of course there are lots of negatives to being a landlocked country. It means that you have to ship all of your coffee through another country um, and that's a, a topic for another day. But that was the wonderful Map Pit. As I said, it isn't the bad greatest map bit I think we've ever done, uh, but I'm sure that Roland's fact will f- f- make up for it many, many fold. The average life expectancy for people in Rwanda is 58. It's the 192nd worst country for annual life expectancy. This is a big problem in Africa that, you know, life expectancy is something that needs to be improved on. Um, But definitely a country that is improving, economy-wise, health-wise, infrastructure-wise. And um, it's a very exciting country, somewhere I'm very pleased that I've been able to visit and I'd love to visit again. Right, I'm going to whack you on pause, I'm going to go get tasting delicious drinks. and be back with you in just a second. We are back, let's get into this espresso. So the last time we had this is a cup of excellence lot, it was just super sweet. It was caramel and butterscotch. It's still there. It's still there, butterscotch and, and it's lovely. But what you get as well is this beautiful lemon acidity. It's like it's really sharp. Um, but like the caramel kind of softens it a little bit. And it finishes up with this tea-like, like black tea finish that is just amazing, it really is. Super complex. Super, super complex. Let's get into milk. Here it just turns into that butterscotch. That's all it is. It's like one of those little butterscotch sweets sucking away on it. Delicious. It's really, really good. Like this coffee was £13 a bag I think when we had it. £12, 13 a bag last time. Never made it. Isn't in my mug. Now you're getting it. As an in, in my mug and it's six quid on the site, something like that. Bargain. Here that butterscotch tags the back seat, the caramel, it's there. Back seat. Much more lemon acidity. Like much that sharpy, clean, delicious, vibrant. Like this to me has Barista competition written all over it like it is a barista competition coffee because it's got that lovely acidity But it's still got the sweetness and it's balanced and it's It's amazing. I really really like this coffee. Um, If you're not in my mug subscriber, you should definitely try it right I'm gonna go pack or do something or rock backwards and forwards in a corner stressing out don't forget to follow me on all of the channels that i talked about earlier Um, do subscribe to the audio podcast as well Um, i know lots of you like to kind of listen to this while you're at the gym and stuff and i've got a face for radio let's be honest um so yeah go and listen to that um yeah i will see you next week thank you very much for joining me as always and do remember life is definitely too short for bad coffee